Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you're watching. Welcome to Bridging the Gap, episode number 35. 35, almost my eight. Well, yeah, episode 35. Yeah, that, that's Katie's old number. He switched to seven. So, you know, I'm just and trying to. And they still got smacked last night or hey, night man, before, didn't man, they? I mean, they paid to defend the champs, man. I mean, <sighs> it's going to be hard to beat Milwaukee this year, bro. I, I, want, I want Brooklyn to get another one. Their best chance was last year, especially with Phoenix making the finals. But uh, Milwaukee is they they solid. Yeah. Well, quick sidebar, Kerry, Irvin guy, Kyrie, Kyrie. What what's he doing, man? So New York, the state of New York has a mandate. It's on the uh, indoors. Okay. If you're not vaccinated, you you can't come in. And he he's not anti-vax as much as he's trying to be an advocate for people who are getting laid off and um having decisions made for them based on them not getting vaccinated. Okay. So he, he's trying to be um, a voice to the voiceless in his okay. eyes. And he's done some great things, to be honest with you, man. I know he did some stuff for my gentleman in Minnesota. Um, what's his name? Um, the guy, I can't breathe. Oh, yeah. Golly. I'm embarrassed. I don't remember. Jesus. We got you, though. Yeah, so he they like he paid some stuff off from him. Yeah, I remember. Uh, he's done some college tuitions yeah. that he's paid. So he's done a lot of great Good things, deal. especially for the African American community at large. Um, and you know he's he's this is the stance he's taking. I got you. Um, All right. You know he he he's the team is supporting him, but they said, look, man, until you can fully participate, you know, don't come to the arena. Yeah, <laughs> not don't. Yeah. I mean, it, because he will only be available for away games, and that's. It's hard to build chemistry when you're in and out. You're right, brother. So, you, you know basketball. You. you played, right? Played a little bit. A little bit. Did you play in college or just high school? Did high school. I uh, made some decisions not to play in college because I was trying to get my life together. So, <laughs> What position, power forward or center? Well, ironically, my my uh, back in the day, it was only three years of high school. My sophomore year, I actually played two guard. Oh, okay. Two guard. My junior year, we got shorter. I paid played power forward, and my senior, we got shorter, I played center. So I, I went the wrong direction. If I had stayed at two guard, I, I might have done something. You might have done. Okay, okay. All right. For the people that don't know, how tall are you? Only 6'4", man. I, I'm a shrimp on the court. Okay. 6'4". Okay. That's small, man. Think about man. it. That's small. Too. I'd have been in the NFL if I was 6'4". Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, today, what are we talking about? Man, we're going to revisit something, talk about building wealth online businesses. And today, I want to go sort of go off script a little bit. I'm hoping you and I can take some time today to talk about what we're doing, not okay. in an arrogant way, a boastful way, but a very practical way. Because again, in bridging the gap, you know, you got you got old school, you got new school, and there's so much opportunity there that we just got to dive into that and just tell the people what we're doing right now. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. well, how you want to start it off? All right. Well, you know, the first thing I think about something you said to me a, a couple of years ago. And you simply said that marketing is the millionaire maker. And, and probably NAS probably the billionaire maker. I was reading an article now, and there are about 13 or 14 black billionaires now. Yeah, 13 or 14, of course. And only about three or four were in the U.S., but a lot of what they did did have an online presence. Of course, you know, we know MJ's one and Oprah's one. Those were the two blacks. And there's a few more in the States. But, but, but I thought about... Um, Amazon. And, and I really haven't done a deep study of Amazon, but I'm just amazed at how the Internet's been around, I think, since about the mid 60s. But how he being uh, Bezos was able to look at something old 
but see something new. And and, and I've, I've learned that, and that's sort of a motto I've embraced, is that I really can tell, or you can tell when your mind is changing, when you look at something old, internet, but you see something new. Sears didn't see it. Nope. A store called Cook's didn't see it. They were out there too. Um, a, a lot of the stores. Radio but, Shack. Yeah, Radio Shack. They, they didn't see it. And God knows uh, the video thing. I Blockbuster. see it. Blockbuster. They didn't see it. I mean, I remember when Joe and I first got married, Blockbuster took a lot of our money, boy, going in and out, trying to find a store. But when I thought about Amazon, the phrase they've sort of cold, uh, got now is click to brick. Mm. meaning they started with just online clicking, clicking and buying. And now everything, now they're doing a lot of brick stuff because they got so much distribution that when they started with one building to distribute things, now they have hundreds of them nationwide because people are ordering so much. So again, I just want to talk a little bit today, a little bit today about, uh, about what we're doing and why we're doing it. Got it. Got it. Real quick to backtrack, George Floyd, I, I don't Thank know why you, I yeah, remember boy, his yeah. name. But. Yeah, golly. And I yeah. see his face. I'm like you, man. So, yeah, Kyrie did some stuff with him. But, yeah, man, it, it is amazing how things kind of evolve yeah. you know, over time, how Netflix replaced Amazon. And even you think about, like, Uber and how it kind of revolutionized the taxi business. Oh, no doubt about or, it. Yeah. I, I would love to see a deep dive on how Airbnbs are affecting the hospitality industry, oh, in boy. particular hotels. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure they still get their fair share, but I know they've yeah. had a market hit, I would imagine. Oh, no doubt because about that. Because Airbnbs have become so popular. I mean. Yeah. And, and when you think about that, even though that's brick and mortar, the brick and mortar actually came from an online presence. Right. Somebody marketed, somebody did webinars, somebody had ads. It started all online that drove them to the brick and mortar. And sometimes we fail to realize that on, online is driving everything that we do, period. Yeah. I mean, eat, Uber Eats, you know, DoorDash. It's, I mean, same concept. Oh, that's true. That's so, true. So, yeah, agreed 100%. Yeah, I get tickled when you say that because, of course, I was back in college before you were born, and my daughter's there now, and uh, we have a shared debit card so we can teach her how to play Monopoly in real life. And I look on there, and I tease her. I said, who is this dude called DoorDash? I got to meet this dude taking a lot of your money. I got to meet this dude. And uh, <laughs> But, of course, so that's how she orders. But it's an online, even though it's physically brought to you or not brought to you by one of those drones yet. But it's physically brought to you, but it started with an online presence. Yep. And if we're going to build kingdom and generational wealth, we're going to have to master doing it online. It doesn't end there. No. Amazon's a good example because so many, I mean, out where I live at, out Highway 70, they got a huge distribution center. Yep. Publix, the new uh, grocery store, huge <laughs> distribution center. So though it started online, it was built online. It's now taken a life of its own that now went from click to now brick. Agreed, agreed. And a byproduct of that, and, and again, a lot of people who just getting started on this entrepreneurial journey, I know I was super interested in it at one time. Somebody got to transport all these goods. No doubt about it. You're right. So trucking yeah. is a way to go. It's a way to go. I, I just read an article about it being, I, I believe, I want to say a million Containers mm-hmm. sitting off the coast of California right You're now, right. ready to it be is. unloaded. It is a record high. Yeah, but that shows how much, how well the economy is doing now. What caused it to go that way? Well, that's an influx yeah. of cash or printing money or gotcha. whatever. But for it to be that much stuff waiting to be shipped shows that we're in a good spot as far as the economy goes. In my personal opinion, I agree. I agree. And you know, even the president about a week ago. 
launched the what's called twenty four seven. Yep. But particularly on West Coast, they're actually operating twenty four seven. And you're right. And that's why it's so important we talk about having that date with your future life management is to understand the trends that we have. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's when, when one thing is hot, it's more than one thing that's hot. It's like going back to Tesla and electric cars. Okay, Tesla's hot, but boy, look how the battery industry blew up because of the standpoint you had to have batteries and so many more things. And like you just said about all these containers, the trucking industry, logistics, I think they call it, yep. is exploding now. And that's just crazy money. Again, going back to Amazon, I think it was, they they in turn are buying so many more jets. Plans, I'm sorry, planes, I should say, probably jets. Yeah. But the whole point is when there's one industry that's exploding and growing up, it's going to affect four, five, or six more, if not more. And I know you was going this way, and I yeah. kind of get started. I know, y'all. This, this is where I'm at right now. I know the building stuff, man. The building. The housing market is ridiculous right now. And like I was explaining to you, you know, I was listening to a podcast, Bigger Pocket. Shout out to them. Yeah, man. And we're about four million houses short of what we need as far as supply and demand goes. And it dates back to the 0809 market crash. Yeah. A lot of builders stopped mass producing, stopped buying a ton of land and sitting on it. So they only produced enough for what they could sell in gotcha. a reasonable amount of time. And, you know, 10, 12 years of that created a backlog. And now with everything booming, the price is going up. Yeah. They can't, they don't want to mass produce right now because the prices of the goods fluctuate so much. Okay. You know, let lumber is this price for a few weeks, then it shoots up. So if I get on a contract with you, Boy. all of a sudden my lumber package go from 50,000 to 75. I just lost out on 25 because I'm already on the contract. House, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. what they would rather do is get all of that stuff in, get the lumber up, the windows in, get it dried in, and then go on the contract. Cause by that time, all of my costs are pretty much fixed. Fixed. I got you. Flooring is going to be flooring. Cabinets are going to be cabinets, but the windows that are taking three to four months to get in and the lumbers is, you know, fluctuating will already be done. I got you. So I could determine my soft cost. But one of the byproducts of that is there's a shortage of land and buildable mm-hmm. lots. Mm-hmm. Opportunity. Opportunity. Yeah, man. So I've been partnering with a couple people and doing some deals and just got a 91 acre track of site, track of land under contract last, stuff, no, this man. week, early this, this week. week. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's crazy because- it is in the country, about 15 minutes off the highway, but the way my end buyer, who I've already got, the way he explained it to me was the people we're selling to, they either going to choose between a 10-year-old double wide or this house 15 minutes off the highway. Which mm-hmm. one you think they're going to pick? Mm-hmm. I'm going with the house. <laughs> and so yeah. it made perfect sense. So we can try to approach it one or two ways. We can take the 91 acres and do... 215,000 square foot lots. Okay. I got you. Or we could rezone it and do closer to 408,000 square foot lots. I got you. I got you. And the end buyer would prefer us to do 8,000 square foot lots. I got you. And see, and this, this goes back to what we talked about before, the power of an informal education, the power of reading, of researching. Uh, again, it goes back to this. How long have you been looking at land? I mean, think about it. You, you, you knew about land five years ago, didn't you? I did. I didn't know it was like this. About 10 years ago. Yeah. And that's why I go back to that concept. You can tell your mind is expanding. When you look at something old, you look, you've you seen it over land on top of land on top of land. But now you see something new. Yeah. And I'll tell you how it all started. Because eight years ago, 
um, you know, I was heavy in construction and building. Right. A church bought some land. They put a sign, coming soon. <laughs> and I called them because I wanted to build a church. Yeah. Called them three or four times. Just so happened eight years later to ride by, see the same sign, <laughs> overgrown, nothing built. I said, I wonder if they want to sell the land. It's the same land I called eight years ago about building. I got you. But now I saw this opportunity to develop. I like that. Because it was right across the street from a track builder. Um, they had established community and they would listen. So they had 17 acres, decided to sell 10. And that's how I got started on this land development. That is so because cool. I saw something old, opportunity to build a church mm-hmm. and said, I wonder if they're willing to sell the land. That's it. Since it's been eight years and they haven't done anything. That's it. And so they still kept seven. They still want to build. Hopefully this, you know, us buying the land and help them accomplish that. But, you know, I looked at something old, saw something new. I like it. I like it. And that's why we go back to the whole concept of monopoly, folks. Life is about monopoly. You go back and again, if I can get it right, you know, in the game of monopoly, you know, you start and you can buy land mm-hmm. and, and you can just stop there and get low rent. But then if you buy all the lots, I call that a developing and a maybe entitlement. I think it like doubles or triples. And then from there, you're able to put even houses and hotels on it. And the very same concepts that you're doing in life, Monopoly has taught us that. And that's why we keep saying over and over again, it's not a game. It's a game plan. And everything is about cash flow in this thing. So I I love what you're doing, man. Great job. So what you got going on, man? Well, plain and simple, you guys know I'm the boom around here. Just celebrate 62 years on the earth, man. Congratulations. How many years married? You know, October's a big month for you. man. 38. And my wife's a tad old than I am, but I'm not going to tell her age <laughs> on the air. But but I tell you, a couple of years ago, you and a guy named Nusa Mutamba, you, you, you guys said, let's go online. I went, what? Online? We're going to buy something? No, we're going to sell something. What do you mean? And you all got me to see that all these notes I had, that over the last 25 years I've been building up on real estate, on cash flow— Let's put them in courses online. So about four years ago, it was birthed something called Cashflow U. And it's just an online university that people can connect with us as little as $30 a month. So the things I learned from you guys on life management, it's a course now. So instead of me having to repeat it over and over again, it's on the U. Uh, People want to know basic things about cash flow creation. Well, I say the same thing over and over for years. What? It's online. And now there are people, and because of the marketing piece you've taught me, also there are people that are joining us. I don't know who they are, but they're joining. The payments are automated. The courses are there. So some things I did maybe last week, last year, or two or three years ago is now still producing money. And again, people who I've never met and may never meet them are enjoying the fruits of Cash Flow You because it's online. So Cash Flow You is 30 bucks a month. So you, you get what, access to one course or? Well, actually you get access to about 80 different courses. There are about 80 different courses. And for some people out there, it's really, it's, I use the word, it's, it's three majors, for lack of a better word. There's a major in church finances. So if you're involved in the church, whether it be a pastor or an admin or a trustee, there's probably about uh, 40 courses there that do nothing but church stuff. Then let's say if you're an individual, whether it's your tired of living payday to payday and you want to raise your credit scores or eradicate debt or even build wealth, there's probably about 30 courses there on you on personal finances. And then for my entrepreneurs, would never forget you guys, there are about 10 courses there because back, and this is ironic, back in 2006, 
I did my first online business. It was a wellness company. The first year we did 3.2 million, first year online. Wow. And I mean, I didn't know what was going on because I'd never done online, but I had some other partners too. But my point in saying all of that is we actually show people how we built that business and how we're building this business to sell. And we walk those entrepreneurs through step-by-step how to scale. And as you've taught, the part about get traction in your business so you can scale the sales. So again, guys, if you want to know anything about money, it's on the U, CashflowU. CashflowU.org. <laughs> That's it, man. That's it. So when did you get that concept for CashflowU? Uh, well, hang around, you guys. And, and again, I really got frustrated because I had my daughter and I didn't want to travel as much. And I felt like the way to travel less but make more was to get something on the web. Didn't know how to do it. I know whether I was going to put a stick them on, on there or do smoke signals, but I knew the answer had to be on the internet. Gotcha. And again, you guys trained me, taught me, gave me exposure to things, and I just simply went through all of my notes. I organized them into a system because, again, we believe right here that systems solidify success. And when we did that, it's taken off. Agreed, agreed. That's mm-hmm. what's up, man. So the, the you is done what <clears throat> is what you're using online to generate wealth. Yeah. Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Got now, it. now, quick question back to you. Now, real estate, when people think about real estate, they think about everything has to be, I go out and touch it, everything. I mean, how are you maximizing online to build what you're doing uh, with real estate? How does uh, that look? Easy, man. I mean, so like when I first started finding houses, for me, was driving around. Okay. Again, not necessarily touching, but I physically had to go look. Okay, gotcha. Now they have um, ways that you can get those same, not the same, but you can generate leads, okay. which is what I was doing, driving for dollars, by buying lists online. online yeah. So uh, certain information companies are able to pull data. So a lot of people use PropStream um, to okay. get lists for homes. Personally, I like to use list source. It's a little bit more expensive, okay. which means less people <clears throat> use it. You're right. You're right. But it's better data. I like that. And, and that's a nugget. I don't tell everybody my secrets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I like list source because I'm not one of 10 wholesalers calling you okay. if I get my data from a different spot. But if we all go to you know Walmart, we all going to have the same stuff. You're so right. you know, I choose just to go to a different place in my data. I know it's going to cost me more. But I know I'm going to get better data and I'm probably going to be the first and only person calling them. So same concept online. You know, once I pull this list of homeowners, well, how am I going to call them? You got to skip trace them. Okay. That's an online service that allows you to upload that list of homeowners, get their phone numbers. And if I'm hearing already, you've mentioned two or three companies that are online or you're using other businesses. So the whole thing is, you're using multiple businesses to help you build your business. And all these other companies he's using, they're online. So, again, it's all just so them. many opportunities out there. All of them. Yeah. I, I mean, because like even so, again, I can take like I the most recent list I pulled it had like twenty five hundred homeowners on it. So that'll be a lot for me to call twenty five hundred homeowners hand dialing mm-hmm. or <laughs> there are uh, companies that have um, auto dialers. Mm-hmm. Um, call tools is one mojo dialer is one where you can upload that list of phone numbers you just skip traced and call them through the internet wow <laughs> a crm system whether that's podio or excel spreadsheet whatever 
but a lot of what you do will be based off online. Online, that's I it. I mean, you you probably do five to eight steps before you ever talk to or meet with the actual homeowners. I got you. And five to eight of them are online. I got you. Again. And, and you know, it's sad to say, for years we've talked about the wealth uh, divide or the division between wealth people as far as have and have not. It's grown bigger during COVID. Yes. Because you and I both can attest to that COVID has been a, a tragic thing. We, we've Loved ones have been affected, millions of lives lost. But we've made more money in COVID, not taking advantage of people, but taking advantage of the online platform. Because people were home more, people were on their computers more, new businesses birthed out. So doing COVID, you can really assess whether or not you have used technology. If you've gone down financially doing COVID, it's probably because you don't have a strong enough presence online. Yeah. The people that Amazon sales are crazy. Apple sales are crazy. Netflix, even Tesla, because people are buying cars online, being delivered, and driving away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, online is definitely uh, ballooned, it uh, is. To, for lack of a better word, during COVID, just because that was the only way we can buy stuff. You That's couldn't right, go to man. the store. And people found it, hey, this works. It does. Even working from home, like, look, we're still able to be productive, you know, generate revenues. Right. Maybe we don't need all this office space no more. Yeah. So it's just kind of revolutionizing the industry. And what we have to learn to do as entrepreneurs or even individuals who, you know, are working full time and just, you know, trying to get not over the hump, but get to that next level. Next level, yeah. Is adjust to the market. You're right. Uh, see what the market is doing and see how you can capitalize. I agree with you, man. Yeah. And, you know, and my final thought to your counsel goes back to managing your life. And, and as something in my office, I've said it over and over again. P- people's lives are so mismanaged that, that people appear to be busy, but they really aren't. They aren't accomplishing anything. And this creates a lot of frustration and a sense of hopelessness. Get control of your lives where you can learn and invest in you. Thank God for the investments in the market, in real estate, online. But the greatest investment or one of the greatest investments you will ever make will be in your financial literacy and begin it today. Yeah, agree, man. Uh, your financial literacy, personal development. And for me personally, is learning how to say no. I mean, well said. everything is not an opportunity. Everything yeah. could be, but you got to think if you're saying yes to something, you're probably saying no to something else. You know, mm-hmm. the more you add on your plate, well, just the less effective you're going to be able to be. I agree with that. Uh, unless you're willing to sacrifice sleep <laughs> or something like that. But like you saying no to an opportunity is you saying yes to something else. So I don't look at it like I'm missing out. Just I'm doubling down on what I truly believe in. There you know? go. That's it. That's that's just how I like to think about it. That's how I'm re- Again, I remember I had about nine things on my board and you challenged me on the trucking. <laughs> and even though trucking is booming, yeah, yeah, it's just not for me right now. Well said, yeah. And it's not. So I'm okay with it. I understand the industry. Uh, but for me to try to tackle it, I would it would distract me from what else I got going yeah. on. Good so, point. Very good point, man. Good yeah. deal. All right. That wraps up episode 35. I'm your host, Council Glenn. Hey man, William V. Thompson. See you on the next one. Great.